Welcome to a Skyrimatic podcast where I will discuss my adventures and misadventures through Skyrim. Join me. Add your stories. Add your tales. Let's uh, let's get into this thing. with some new recording software. Sorry, and it is messing me up badly. Uh, welcome back, Skyrimatic Podcast, episode 124. So, quickly, show announcement thing. Yes, yes, again, we are doing the Philly Podfest in July, July 15th to be exact, or was it 16th? July 16th, sorry. Uh, that is Sunday at 5 p.m., Tattooed Moms on South Street in Philadelphia. Pennsylvania, United States. Uh, if you uh, would like to come up, send me an email. Uh, I've already had an inquiry, and so hopefully we can get, have a little get-together, stuff like that, um, if you uh, plan on being there. So definitely uh, let us know. How the time be myself, Pat, and Victor so far. Uh, we'll be doing Skyrim, Fallout, and whatever else. It's only an hour, so uh, I, I'm pretty sure we can fill that up with whatever um since it'll be it'll be odd because it'll uh be in a live setting so that's uh that's very different never really done that before so uh we'll see how that goes uh so this episode i'm going to get into some feedback uh if i don't completely mess up the recording we'll see how it goes i figure i test this out um, by myself because uh, I had a bit of an issue with GarageBand uh, on the last episode, which thankfully I did on Facebook Live and was able to just take the audio from there uh, with the guys from Character Crusade. That would have been bad. <laughs> so that's why I always have that nice backup live recording, thankfully, to uh, save me from myself. But uh, yeah, we're going to get into some feedback from Todd. He's got a couple pieces. So we'll be going through that. And uh, other than that, I've just been... Uh, been kind of going through my Dark Brotherhood quest line stuff for Let's Play. Um, mostly just use, still rolling with the with the double daggers. Um, getting more and more into that. Now I'm getting to the point where I can sneak and just come right up behind and throat slit whoever I'm against. Uh, I don't know if that's ra- like random or if like you hit it with certain timing it happens. But I, I've been usually pretty good. I find if I'm moving slightly towards the person and do it at the same time, that's when it happens. Uh, I don't notice it as much if I'm like s- sitting still behind them in a sneak mode. Uh, I don't quite notice it then. But um, yeah, no, I, I, I enjoyed that play style. That was kind of one of my original, well, archery obviously was my original play style since that's the best um, or the easiest, I should say. Uh, but I do love the double daggers. Help makes me like plan out and think. I, I try not to use the bow too much unless I'm in a situation where I really can't even get to a person because of where they're at. So um, there is that. Uh, that that comes up every so often in certain quests. But uh, I'm getting a little deeper in that quest line. I am uh, I am the listener now. I have you know stuffed myself in the night mother's coffin and been creeped out by Cicero. And then been creeped out by the Night Mother. Um, 
So I, I'm kind of in the middle of that. I'm waiting for Astrid to tell me if I should go meet Armand Motier down in, uh, what's that, Volenrude, I believe. So uh, that, that's kind of where I'm sitting with my gameplay right now. Uh, that That's the only character I have going at the moment is my Dark Brotherhood one. I'm playing that one on the Xbox One. Um, I haven't broken up. I got to get my PC one going again and, and redo the mods and all. Uh, since uh, on my legacy, legacy edition and just see what's going on over there. I have to get that set up again. Uh, Connor's been playing a little bit, but uh, the last time he played it, uh, the... <laughs> The wagon ride to Helgen was incredibly bumpy, and like the wheels were uh, flying off the cart, and I don't, I don't know what was going on, uh, some kind of issue. But I think I'm just going to wipe it clean, start over. You know, I, none of the saves I have on on there, I don't really care about any of those. So I'd, I'd like to start fresh and start from the beginning and uh, build a new character on there. So have to go through the tutorials and stuff because it's been a while since I set all that stuff up. Or if I'll ask Victor, that'll help too. But um, So uh, let me get into some of the feedback here. Uh, the, they're both audio pieces, so uh, I'll be coming in and out of those. Uh, let's see. All right. Here is uh, the first one. Here we go. Hello, fellow Skyrim addicts. My name is Todd. And... I'm sending this feedback in because I've been really excited lately about my latest playthrough and I've really wanted to share it with other people that would probably enjoy hearing about it as much as I've enjoyed playing it. Um, my latest character is a female red guard named Kiana. Uh, I posted uh, a little snippet in the Facebook group about it and it's a no loot build. I... Uh, was poking around um, the internet a little bit. Uh, Tamriel Vault. Um, I have a small addiction to constantly reading new builds on there and, and a couple of other places around the web. And something about it really struck me as interesting. Um, the idea of going around and not really picking anything up. <laughs> And kind of limiting yourself in that way was really intriguing. Um, the build in question is called the Aerosworn. And the idea is basically of a monk um, who hunts the undead, um, uses only a bow and arrow, the and a little bit of magic, restoration, alteration. It's been very challenging so far. Um, I've really only leveled up to level 11. I just hit 11 last night, as a matter of fact, uh, right before I went to bed for the night. And it's it's been a very entertaining and fascinating playthrough. Um, you essentially have to start by going through Helgen because the idea is that you can only use items that are given to you that you craft or that you purchase. Um, there are a couple of exceptions to the rule. Uh, you can pick up skill books, but you always put them back. You don't actually pick them up and sell them or keep them. Um, the same goes for spell tomes. You can pick up spell tomes that you find, um, but that's that's it. Um, you can check bodies and retrieve arrows that you shot at them which actually gives uh, 
the ranger perk in the archer tree, a, I think it's ranger, the um, benefit of actually being useful for retrieving arrows. It's been incredibly fun from the start. Um, the reason you have to start by going through Helgen is because at the end where the bear's at and you have to sneak by the bear, um, Hadvar or Rayloff will give you um, a longbow and some arrows. And so that's really your first weapon in the game. Yeah, so I've never used Tamira Vault, but uh, I actually should. I, I don't know why it's a tool I've never used. That's an excellent idea. Um, you can uh, go through there and for, under their character for uh, character building discussions. I mean, you can click on Archer. It'll be a bunch of different ones. Juggernaut, Knight, Barbarian, Monk, etc., etc. Necromancer, Spellsword. I mean, there's probably 50 right there uh, on that list. Um then there, you can go by the race tags, Altmer, Argonian, Bosmer, Breton, Dunmer, obviously. Um, and they have different uh, character building events uh, and a character building contest. So you can go through here and find, um, oh, there's a no crafting character, unarmored and unarmed, werewolf, vampire, hero, villain, mods. I mean, so th if you're looking to build a character, I mean, obviously there's always our character generator on asapodcasting.com uh, under Skyrim, but... You're looking for specific rules and things like that, and I, I really like this style where he's like uh, not looting, you know, anybody, and uh, other than arrows, which you know technically he's just taking his tools back. I would just you know look at it in that way, and uh, even the books, like not even looting the books, just using them for w what is needed and uh, moving on. So it's a very cool, interesting uh, character style to build. I, I really like that. So yeah, if you're looking for different. Um, Different play styles like that to shake up your game Def definitely looks like Tamriel Vault is the uh, is the place to go for that. So you get on a Helgen and you have nothing but the longbow and uh, about twelve iron arrows. And although actually uh, doing this, I discovered that the part with the cages uh, where Hadvar tells you to lockpick stuff, Hadvar actually gives you thirteen lockpicks. So you'll get to start with at least thirteen lockpicks too. From there, go ahead and go to Riverwood. Um, I went with Hadvar. You could go with Rayloff, I suppose. Um, I went with Hadvar to make friends with the blacksmith, Alvor. Now, this is the other thing that kind of makes it interesting. Um, you know, when you're playing through the game normally and you make friends with people, and then they let you kind of go through their house and grab stuff, you know, you're kind of like, well, I don't really need any of that stuff, right? Because all the stuff that's that they'll offer, you know, that you can go through and grab, um, besides maybe like coin pouches and stuff like that, you're just like, you know, I can get better loot off of enemies. Uh, but in this case, it's, it's actually interesting. Um, if you make friends, uh, you know, they'll let you grab equipment and stuff, and just from my initial start in Riverwood, I noticed that you could actually pick up armor and get everything but a chess piece, as a matter of fact. Um, I ended up making friends with Fandle, although in all honesty, that was me gaming the system a little bit to get my hands on a hunting bow instead of just a longbow. Make friends with Fandle, and he's got a hunting bow that, in his house. So the idea is that if they don't actually give it to you, or they don't offer it to you, you can't take it. Um, your character essentially would have a vow of poverty. It's it's made for some very interesting character um, development and interactions.
and things like that. Seems to uh, the playstyle seems to definitely lend itself to making more friends, which is nice because uh, yeah, like he was saying, a lot of times, <clears throat> you know, you meet people and they're like, oh, here, I'll give you all my stuff, and all their stuff is uh, stuff you essentially do not need. So the these relationships become more valuable. So it uh, certainly makes interacting with townspeople and, and doing some of those smaller quests to befriend them and uh, get things from them uh, makes that, uh, you know, more worth your time, you know, something that's worth doing. And uh, that's probably a good thing because it's so easy to gloss over the little quests or, you know, uh, help the girl with the, was it, Lucia with the flowers. Is Lucia with the flowers or Sophia? I forget. I think it's Sophie. But anyway even those little things like that or you know help the kid who was being harassed in uh white run there by the little girl or like he said you know a blacksmith or whoever you know you know run uh run the gear for uh adrienne there in white run you know those little quests like that become more valuable because then people become your friends and then you can actually get stuff from them or do the quest for you know the alchemy shops where you can you know generally take a bunch of stuff out of there uh just be careful because you can't take everything <laughs> legally anyway uh so so that stuff becomes much more valuable with this build which is interesting it really adds a lot uh to the gameplay for sure since you're essentially playing a good guy you know you end up getting and making quite a few friends so the funniest thing was there in riverwood when i made friends with Fandle, went to his house and i was checking around and in every container in Fandle's house there was um, a little girl's dress and so it, it kind of made me look at Fandle and be like yeah, I think you may have an issue buddy um, but perhaps one of the neatest things was um, I went when I went to um, Whiterun and made friends with uh, Uthgert by having a brawl with her um she had uh, hooded brown robes, and then she had brown robes, um, and so that was kind of neat. It's kind of fun to be able to uh, switch back and forth between some brown robes and hooded brown robes to make it look like my character's raising and lowering her hoods. That's kind of entertaining. Um, Luthgert helped me slay the, helped me through um, Bleak Falls Barrow, which. Honestly, considering the fact that I only had a hunting bow and uh, some iron arrows that I had finally spent some money on and stuff, that it was uh, it would have been challenging, I think, on my own, even sneaking and stuff. It, it would have been it would have been a little rough. Normally, I don't play archers. I tend to play elite focused characters. I don't play archers. I don't tend to play uh, mages much. Um, so this has been an interesting. Uh, play style that's a little bit different. Uh, I'm actually already considering uh, my next character, which is something I have a bad habit of doing, um, playing for just so long and then starting a completely different one. Um, but I'm thinking about uh, doing this poverty thing again, but um, this time making the friends uh, in Riverwood and grabbing armor and uh, doing that. Now, with smithing, I don't tend to make many things beyond uh, arrows. Uh, the no-looting idea um, 
in the the build on the vault, uh, the build's author recommends not mining ore. Um, I haven't yet because I haven't been able to get a pickaxe. Um, I actually managed to buy one last night from a blacksmith uh, in Windhelm. Um, but I think the only reason I'm going to mine ore is that I will mine ore and then turn around and sell the ore to the people in the towns that will buy said ore uh, to generate gold rather than doing a whole lot. Because the idea is to make the the money a little more scarce. Uh, with that in mind, I installed uh, some mods. Um, I play on Xbox One. So I installed a few mods that uh, would make things a little more difficult money-wise. Um, expensive inns and carriages uh, will make things a little more challenging as far as money goes. And then um, I also uh, downloaded a mod that requires you to have tools to do any crafting. So you have to purchase the tools to actually be able to do any blacksmithing. You have to have a blacksmith's hammer, a, you know, um, a dagger or something to do uh, skinning, which is another small conceit just for uh, leveling purposes. I will actually loot animals, but I will only take uh, meat and skins. You know, sometimes you find animals that uh, they'll have a gem on them or something like that. Um, it, I try to roleplay the character properly. So, you know, there's been a few instances where, like, um, a character will give you something and, you know, tell you here, you know, you should have this or whatnot. Um, for example, I did Hilgren's Tomb. Uh, which is the one where you have to go in and kill the necromancer for the fellow named Goldier. And oddly enough, I had never actually done that before this character. Uh, but because this character is an undead hunter, and when I stumbled upon Hilgren's tomb, uh, this time around being directed there by a guard, uh, it just, you know, it felt right. So I did it. And uh, at the end, uh, Goldier will give you a key. Uh, to the family chest. Um, so I checked out the chest and figured that, you know, he wanted to, he was offering me something. But I didn't take everything from the chest, only one item, which was, uh, there happened to be a flawless garnet in it, so I would take that and uh, use it to buy some money and have an actual nice stay at an inn in Windhelm. So as long as you can justify it without going overboard, um, because I also installed a needs mod, so this way I would have to worry about purchasing food and stuff. So even when you make friends with somebody, I would recommend not going in and cleaning out their house just for the gold. Uh, you know, just go in and, you know, you, you take what you need or what you could use. Excuse me. So, you know, you, you keep it balanced that way. Um... There's only been one instance where I had over a thousand gold in my pocket, and I had to turn around and buy a bunch of arrows because uh, I couldn't. Have, there wasn't enough ore available uh, to make very many, and uh, so I had to. I had to actually kind of run around and purchase enough arrows to get through. Yeah, that certainly is a massive change to the economy and makes, uh, you know, make, actually makes gold valuable. You know, because you get to that point pretty quickly. Uh, where gold is kind of meaningless. You get so much stuff, you're looting so much stuff, you can sell so much stuff. Uh, you can pretty much buy anything you want. Um, 
the stuff you can craft is usually better than what you can buy anyway. And so I end up, you know, the economy as it is, I end up, uh, you know, buying soul gems and filling them instead of searching for them, buying all alchemy ingredients, you know, buying all smithing ingredients, just smithing stuff and selling it back. So the economy does kind of break at some point. So this seems like a good way to balance that out and make it uh, more reasonable, like you're actually living and trying to survive while you're uh, going through this journey of either becoming Dragonborn or, you know, whatever your character happens to be doing, of course. And, uh, yeah, so that seems like a cool way to really balance out the money issue in the game, for sure. You'll uh, find yourself uh, actually running out of arrows during the uh, boss fight in Hilgren's Tomb. Um, I didn't realize it, but apparently I ran out of steel arrows. And so it swapped me back to the iron arrows. Uh, so I would recommend keeping... Plenty of extra arrows, even of different types. Um, when you do smithing, the only thing so far that I have really worried about making is um, I will make some leather stuff if I have leather and uh, uh, fletching your own arrows. Obviously, you can upgrade your weapons and stuff, but you know there are different ways you could do this. I'm seeing just now, and I'm going to keep playing this character to maybe see if I can, if there are other ways to do it. Because um, as you progress through the game, I think maybe as you know more of a melee focused character or something, there's even more ways to um, maintain a vow of poverty and still get decent equipment. Um, you know, for instance, you could join the Legion. I know when you join the Imperial Legion, they'll give you armor, give you you know stuff that way. Um, you know, you could join the Stormcloaks and they'll give you gear. Uh, you know, you can. I plan on doing the Mage's quest line with this character uh, more than likely, so you'll end up gaining things from that. Uh, and so it'll be very interesting. Um, it's 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 definitely a different way to play, um, and I would highly recommend you know someone out there try it. And you don't necessarily have to do what I'm doing, uh, but sorry if you heard that. There was, um, you know. Uh, one reason to do it with the bow and arrow is to keep yourself in have to worry about that ammunition and using money and stuff to pay for the ammunition and you know if you can use mods that will increase the prices of stuff and kind of you know amp that up i would i would recommend doing that as well because um, it's 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 really made for a very interesting playthrough um you know my character she she just wears robes uh, some simple boots. I try to use alteration spells for defensive purposes. Uh, I'm not really sure what else I can get into with it. Um, but I do appreciate everybody listening. I've been excited to kind of share this um, experience uh, with everyone. Um, I would highly recommend, you know, trying it if it's something you haven't tried before. It really, and the temptation to just run through and pick everything up is just insane. Um, I still find myself checking chests and doing stuff like that, and it's just like, it's it's hard to not pick everything up uh, and kind of force yourself into that, you know, uh, that role-play experience. Um, but I, I, I couldn't recommend it anymore. It's it's a very different way to play. And if you've never tried something like that, because, you know, as you play through Skyrim, you, you still get particular um, about things you'll pick up. You know, um, I've heard 
um, you guys talk about and that actually got me doing it was um, the the weight to gold ratio, you know, the 10 to 1 sort of ratio and stuff. And it's like uh, playing through this way, you, you find yourself just wanting to grab things and, you know, do this and that. But it's a very sort of focused and different way to play that's uh, made the game uh, not only challenging, and I, and I wouldn't recommend it. Uh, playing it on incredibly high difficulties because you will just get yourself slaughtered. Um, I think if I wasn't running around with Lydia, I probably would have gotten frustrated and quit by now. But Because um, <laughs> uh, there has been many a times where uh, Lydia and my heal other spell has uh, <laughs> kept me from just getting outright slaughtered. Uh, but it's it's it, it's almost reinvigorated the game just a little bit for me, even though I didn't really need the game reinvigorated re, to be reinvigorated with the game because it's a game that I absolutely love um, because of just uh, the innumerable amount of stories that you know are there that can be told and uh, you know I wish I had better skills as far as. Uh, making videos or doing something on YouTube would be concerned, but but uh, well, I I think I'll end it there. Um, I might uh, record some more updates uh, with my character, maybe get a little bit better and a little less nervous. Uh, I know it's kind of a silly thing to be a little nervous about this recording, but um, it's there. But I want to really thank Michael and uh, for. Uh, the podcast it's since i found it you know a few months ago it's it's been uh it's been a joy to listen to everybody um i want to uh thank you guys for the round tables uh those have been vastly entertaining and uh i uh like i said i'll try to come back with another maybe little character update on this and let you know how the whole uh thing is going if uh if you're interested and uh, uh thank you guys just thank you very much all right thank you todd that was awesome so yeah i mean that, that i i think i'm gonna actually uh do myself a uh temporal vault build i i like that whole concept actually i like the one not maybe not specifically that one but i like the no looting idea as a way to go through the game and change it um and just uh make it a little different like you said kind of reinvigorate it but that's that's the beauty of it. It's just so wide open to do any kind of play style or any type of anything that you want that you can do it, whether it's with mods or without mods. I mean, uh, I played on 360 for the longest time and did a ton of different types of play, uh, whether it was a character who could only use the iron gear and iron weapons, um, actually only iron daggers, uh, kind of limited him to that and went through the entire, I think I went through Dragonborn and everything <laughs> with that. So I, I don't know. I went pretty far with that. That character was pretty high leveled. Uh, and then Connor, Connor kind of took it over and put real gear on him. But um, <laughs> I thought it was good. Like, like his smithing skill, he couldn't do any better than that. That was as good as he could go. So I kind of limited him there. But um, I like this where you actually need the people in the game more, the populations of the game become more essential to you and uh you need to rely on them for gear or for money or like if you're using a needs mod for food even um and you can't just go buy whatever you want especially like uh with the needs mods where you have to get food it's so easy to just buy food because it's so cheap or loot it you know but if you have to rely on not stealing it 
and getting it from a friend or a friend's house or or buying it from a shop obviously or hunting it or you know gathering it i would assume so there is that but uh yeah i really like that that aspect of it i do have another one from todd i'm going to save that one for next time i want to actually try and uh see if we can schedule an episode where the whole gang gets together it's been a little while since we did that uh this was kind of a quick uh holiday american holiday weekend uh episode so i'm gonna keep a little shorter here and then uh Maybe, I don't know. I'll have to see when everybody's free and we'll see if we can get a schedule together, do a, a big group on again. I enjoy doing those. But uh, that's been uh, episode 124 of Skyrim Podcast. Remember, enjoy the shows. Uh, you can uh, review them on iTunes and all that. Don't forget, we have Game Talk with Jeremy. We have the Fallout feed, which is doing the roundtable right now. Um, my journey with cystic fibrosis. Uh, Oh, the chatterbox. Probably won't be back for a couple more weeks. Traveling and such. Um, what the hell else? Oh, Let's Play Skyrim. Yeah, if you haven't heard it, Let's Play Skyrim. Right now I'm going through the Dark Brotherhood, but we have them broken down by quest. So if you want to listen to a specific quest, uh, it's listed as, you know, uh, the companions, part one, two, three, four, five, etc. Uh, Dark Brotherhood, one, two, three, four, five, etc. Um, main quest, etc. So, uh, you can go through those, and, and you'll be able to find specific specific quest line you would like and, and listen to those. Uh, I believe this is the fourth one, fifth one. I think it was main quest, mages, bards, companions, and Dark Brotherhood, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong. I think that's how it was. I'm going a little slower with Dark Brotherhood, admittedly, than uh, in the past. Uh, I should be picking it up again here soon. Uh, just been little little busy so i haven't been able to record them as quickly um other than that i think that's all i got so remember july 16th is the live event if uh, you happen to be interested in going shoot me an email or uh, was, there's also a post in the facebook group pinned to the top for that so oh and we've been doing uh or i've been doing these as live events on the facebook group not this one but uh the last two prior to that and uh, so if you want to uh yeah, you know, if you're in the Facebook group, uh, keep an eye out for those. When the live events pop up, that's usually me recording a show. Um, Going to try and use those more often. It's nice to have the backup audio. So, all right, that's all I got. Later, everyone. Now,